Welcome back to Midnight Movie Theater. I have a cold. <laughs> Tonight is part one of the Nasty Habits Nunsploitation box set. I'm not watching all of these in a row or anything, but when they pop up next, I'll do part two and so on. The movie we're starting with is called The True Story of the Nun of Monza. Because this is based on a true story, it's not going to be like that bullshit Conjuring Nun movie. There won't be any CGI spooky ghost nuns popping out of any paintings or whatever kind of fake shit is in all those movies. The only real thing about any of those movies are that the Warrens are people that exist. Or did exist. They're about as credible as Zach Baggins. We are in a hospital that was built by nuns and we were told by several people that people that come up here with tattoos get choked. So I am going to expose my tattoos right now in hopes that I get scratched or choked. So I heard you don't like tattoos. Well, I got a really good tattoo that I don't think you're gonna like too much. How do you like that tattoo? You want my soul? And me taking my shirt off and showing my tattoos is garnering us evidence. What do you want me to do? What are you gonna do to me? You want me to suffer? I don't know if they're still around. Those two are a couple of dipshit scam artists. They came up with the Amityville hoax and a bunch of other ways to make money off of people by lying to them. Not only that, there are plenty of claims out there that Ed was a pedophile and Lorraine helped him cover it up. That would be weird if they put that in a Conjuring movie though. It wouldn't really paint them out as this supernatural power couple that people have been made to believe. I did like the first Conjuring movie. Everything after that is garbage. Sorry about the rant. The cold medicine is making me a little weird. Not to mention, all this nun bullshit is melting my brain. Let's do... This movie starts out with our main character, Virginia, becoming part of this nunnery. There's some sort of deal going on with the mother superior and this old guy. Turns out the old guy is her father and he's paying for her tuition or some shit. They made it seem a lot shadier than that, but I think that's all it is. The mother superior has a little bit of white face going on. It's probably to make her look older and maybe sicker than she really is. Later on, they talk about her being sick, but I doubt she's as sick as I am right now. The scene of Virginia being brought into the nunnery are cut with a horse's dick. That's right. It just cuts to a big horse dick bouncing around. It caught me off guard, because it just flashes a horse running around with a boner. Then they start showing a horse's vagina. This scene... <laughs> this scene beats out the horse jacking scene and Freddy got fingered. I never expected anything like this to happen. I guess this is what nunsploitation movies have to offer. The horses start banging and the scene feels like it goes on for so long. There are two couples standing by watching this. Every once in a while it just cuts to this goofy motherfucker laughing his ass off. What? You never seen two horses fuck? <laughs> 
just a it's just a close up on him chuckling. I'm already shocked by this. I'm guessing since this is based on a true story, this part must be super important to what's going to happen later on. The couple stumble into the church where Sister Virginia is being brought in and kind of disrupt the whole ceremony. The priest comes over and pushes them out. The goofy ass guy's name is Osio. He kind of bows to Virginia before he leaves. A little later on, we see the priestess hanging out with Osio in the church. It's either Osio or Osio. I don't really give a shit. They're casually talking about how Osio murdered some dude in a duel before he stopped by. Apparently, that's something he gets up to pretty often. Murder and other sorts of nefarious crimes. Osio notices Virginia walking in the garden outside reading her Bible. He's looking to romance the young nun and tosses a rose in front of her. She picks it up and places it in her Bible like a bookmark. He does another bow and backs out of sight. Mother Superior sees this shit and is not having any of it. She rushes down there, snatches the Bible from Virginia, pulls that rose out and tells her to get on her knees. Virginia's like, yeah, okay. I can do that. Mother Sup smacks her across the face with that thorny part of the rose and bloodies up her face a little bit. Youch. That would fucking hurt. We're in Sister Virginia's room, which she shares with two other nuns, Sister Candida and Sister Benedita. These two are kind of gossiping about Virginia to each other quietly. We also hear them take little jabs at each other about what kind of questionable activities the other might be getting into. We'll find out later that they're both having sex with people they probably shouldn't be having sex with if they want to be a nun. I don't think nuns are supposed to have sex at all, but my nun knowledge is limited. Virginia is tossing and turning in her sleep. We can tell by her facial expressions that she must be having a dream. Yep, she's dreaming that she walks out into the halls in her nightie and a bunch of nuns start circling her with candles. They're flicking their tongues at her and grabbing her boobs and stuff. This goes on for a little while and it's pretty silly. Virginia then starts praying to a Jesus statue. The Jesus statue turns into a real person. It's Osio dressed up like Jesus. They get ready to have sex, and then she wakes up from the dream. <laughs> so stupid. Virginia starts freaking out and wakes up Sister Benedita. She takes her shirt off and tells Benedita to start whipping her on the back. <laughs> God damn it. Sister Benedita gets a little carried away with the whip. She has no reservations about beating the shit out of her with one of those leather whips that have a bunch of tassels. I think it's like a cat of nine tails or something. She's clearly enjoying it, and Virginia's back is absolutely fucked. She's all bloody, and Benedita doesn't look like she's going to stop until Sister Candida wakes up and puts an end to all this bullshit. Next scene, we see where Candida has been sneaking off to. She enters the priest chamber and takes off 1,000 pieces of clothing. The nun outfit is like a suit of armor. It never ends. Maybe that's to help keep them from having sex with everyone. They have sex, and that's the entire scene. Up next, we find out from this old guy who was at the beginning of the movie that Virginia's dad died. She gets a big-ass ring with a red ruby on it. This means she's in charge now. I can't remember exactly what her dad's position was that makes this happen, but it's like she's the next queen of the nuns or something. This makes her the official nun of Monza. Virginia comes in late to a big nun meeting, and the mother superior starts grilling her ass. 
but she's been waiting for this shit. She snaps back with, my father died. Now I'm in charge, bitch. Everyone looks pretty shocked by all that. They look even more shocked when Virginia makes the former mother superior kiss her big ass red ring. You can tell everyone's feeling a little unsure about all of this. We see the priestess hanging out with Osio again. This time they're a little more chummy and kind of joking around about the church. Talking a little bit of shit on religion. I guess the priest isn't as serious about his job. Osio tells him he wants Virginia and asks him for help. The priest gives him a book and says this will help him talk to nuns. I guess it's like a pickup artist book for nuns. They head off to some party and when we see what's going on at the party, well, it's an orgy. The priest is dressed up in like a classic red devil suit and he's super horny. That's pretty much the rest of the scene. Just a bunch of people humping. Okay. The priest makes it back to the church, but he has had one too many jibs to the dome. <laughs> He's a little wobbly. He sees Virginia at the head of the church praying. He tries to dodge her by getting into the confessional booth, but this kind of backfires. She hops in on the other side of the confessional booth and starts trying to talk about all her intrusive thoughts about banging Jesus. He just goes on this unhinged horny rant, and she's like, what the fuck? This isn't what I signed up for. She tries to run out, and he kind of tries to rape her, I think, but she gets away. Phew, that was a close one. I was really glad there wasn't a rape scene in this movie. Benedita is blackmailed by Candida and the priest to help them do something to Virginia. I don't think I mentioned this, but since Virginia had become the new mother superior, Benedita is like her right-hand nun. She's the number two big dog at the nunnery, so Benedita's secret is that she's a lesbian and bangs all the maids. I like having sex with chicks. Yeah. 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 I think everybody does, Frito. Not like I do. Benedita, Candida, and the priest drag Virginia into the main part of the church. At the entrance to the church, there's a big steel gate. Osio is behind the gate, pacing back and forth, looking like he's the partner in a tag team wrestling match, watching the other guy get his ass whooped, and he just can't wait to get in there and do some damage. So this next scene isn't great. Benedita and Candida rip all of Virginia's clothes off, and the priest lets Osio in the gate. The whole time Osio has been saying all this weird shit to Virginia about how he loves her and whatnot, I don't think they've talked much before any of this. Anyway, he rapes her. And it goes on for way too long. I'll pretty much leave it at that, but I'll just say Benedita is enjoying it a lot. The only one that seems a little bothered by it is the priest. It reminds me of what you might imagine goes on at the WWE headquarters. Virginia is back in her room, recovering from her attack. She's put a bloody cloth on and looks pretty out of it. Then Osio comes in and is trying to comfort her, and I guess kind of apologizes, but in a way that makes it even worse somehow. I don't know, this guy sucks. But then Virginia decides that she actually loves him. So now they're a couple and they're having this secret affair. Osio offers her a chance to stab him for tainting their love by raping her. She doesn't do it though. We see in a quick scene that the knife he offered her is fake. It's like one of those retractable blade knives that you used to get at the fair. He stabs himself with it and starts laughing. For a second, I thought he really did it, which would have been fucking cool. So there's this whole other thing that's been going on with the former Mother Superior. Ever since Virginia and Benedita took over, no one has seen the old Superior. They tell everyone at lunch that she is incredibly sick and will not allow any visitors without their permission. Three older nuns get up and try to leave lunch after hearing this. Virginia is just like, sit the fuck back down. 
They say they would like to fast until she is healthy, and Virginia is like, hell no. Eat the damn food. So they do. Also, Virginia is cool with Benedita and Candida after them leading her to a rape. They never really talk about it. I guess since she's dating Osio, she's not that mad anymore. I don't know. I hate this movie. Anyway, I said all that to say we hear the three main nuns talking about how Old Superior has been locked in a cell in the attic. She's turning into an animal covered in feces. They go to check on her, but when they open the door, her skin has been eaten by rats. There's like 10 big ass rats all over her and she's just a messy skeleton. They all freak out and are like, whoops, wasn't expecting that to happen. So they throw her skeleton in a grave and just hope no one will wonder where she went. Next... This doctor comes into Virginia's room and is putting his stethoscope all over her and he's like, yep, she's pregnant. Everyone's freaking out and they're like, we have to keep this a secret from the rest of the nuns. So no one really sees Virginia anymore. Osio comes by and Benedita tells him he can't come around here no more. We hear a little later on from the priest that Osio's violent ways have caught up with him. He's in prison for murder. Quite a bit of time flies by after this. There's a scene where Virginia is taking a sponge bath and this newly hired maid comes in. She like sneaks into the room and then slams the door very loudly. It's clear she's up to something. She keeps making these faces like, oh, I'm up to no good. I never learned this lady's name and I don't want to. A lot of the time when I write about the movies I watch, I'll watch them twice to make sure I don't miss anything. I think this is a one-time watch for me. Anyway, she's doing the sponge bath in a weird way. She's like scrubbing really fast and hard, and then she kind of looks like she smoked meth. The maid is talking to Virginia in a way that suggests she either knows the secrets of the main nuns or wants in on the behind-the-scenes bullshit that goes on here. We also find out that this maid is a midwife, so this gets her in good with this group. We get a glimpse of what Sister Benedita gets up to in her free time, and it's not that surprising at this point. She likes to have sex with chicks. That's basically the whole scene. Just her having sex with a couple of chicks. The old nuns are planning something. Not exactly sure what, but they know some bullshit is going on with these young nuns. Virginia has her baby, and the maid from earlier, who is a midwife, delivers the baby. Her two nun friends are there assisting. They're basically just keeping a gag in her mouth so no one can hear her screaming. We see a silhouette of the maid holding up what looks to be about a 50 pound baby. She's like, baby's dead. Well, they gotta get rid of the baby. So the maid and Osio team up to toss it over a bridge. I don't really know why Osio is there, but he is. Also, right before they toss it over a bridge, they talk about how they're going to bury it. I don't know. I guess they figured that would be quicker? Well, after Osio and the maid toss the baby over the bridge, guess what they do? They have sex. Because of course they do. In this movie, it's every scene. They didn't want to waste the opportunity, I guess. We see the new maid is hooking up with Osio on the regular at this point. She runs into Benedita, Candida, and the priest and starts talking shit to them. She's like, ha ha, I'm banging Osio now and I know all your secrets. She's talking a bunch of shit about Virginia. Meanwhile, Virginia is in the next room praying to a big statue of Jesus. This is actually a pretty good scene as far as acting goes. She's just kind of recommitting herself to her faith and understands why she's been punished and all of that shit. She overhears the maid talking shit though and busts into that room. Slaps the piss out of the maid. She's like, do you know who you're talking to? 
They grab her ass and lock her in a shed or a barn or something. The next scene shows some really crazy thunder going on and we see a new character arrive. He's an older, balder priest. Then we see the main four show up to the barn to talk to the maid. She's still kind of blowing them off and telling them they're going to be sorry for doing this to her. Then Osio rushes in and beats her to death with a log. What the fuck, Osio? So she's dead. They cover her up with a bunch of hay and Osio says he'll get rid of the body the next day. Right after this happens, the bald father walks into the barn with a group of older nuns. I don't really know how they knew this is where they would be, but who cares? They start questioning what's going on at the church and why they're in the barn right now. They try to lie about Osio being there to repent and they call him by a fake name to cover their tracks, I guess. One of the old nuns is like, bullshit, his name is Osio. He's been banging Virginia and we all know it. They're like, well, you caught us. There's kind of a funny scene where Benedita is making eyes at Candida because the bloody log is sitting out in the open. They kind of scoot it out of sight with their feet nonchalantly. After this, the maid's bloody arm falls out from underneath the hay and they are all fucked. The bald priest calls the army over to arrest these motherfuckers. The ending scene is them talking about their sentences for their crimes. The priest, Benedita, and Candida seem to get off kinda easy considering what happens to Osio in Virginia. I believe they said that Osio has his right hand chopped off, loses all of his money, and spends two years in prison. Which is still better than what happens to Virginia. She gets locked away in a prison cell in some other big church, behind steel bars and a stone wall. It shows them breaking up the door with just a little slot opening. I'm guessing for food? They say she'll be in there for the rest of her life. Holy crap. When they're all getting arrested, we see Osio crying and hiding under the bed. The three nuns are kind of calling him a big pussy for it. Anyway, that's the whole movie. So... That's going to get one horny nun out of five for me. As much as I didn't enjoy that movie, I did find out that it has an interesting story from the bonus features on this release. Apparently it was filmed at an abandoned nunnery. The writer and director were filming two movies at the same time, using the same cast. The other movie is called The Other Hell. It's another nunsploitation movie. I believe it was Bruno Mattei in the interview talking about how they would be shooting one movie in the basement and one upstairs. That's pretty smart. They're really squeezing the most out of their time and cast. In that same interview, he mentioned that this movie was a hit when it was released in Italy. Sure I was pretty that? surprised to hear this, but apparently nunsploitation has been a popular subgenre since the early 60s. Most of these movies were coming out of Italy and Japan. There are some more from Poland, France, and Germany, but the bulk was Italy and Japan. Some of the Japanese titles include School of the Holy Beast from 1974, Wet Rope Confession from 1979, and Big Tit Monastery, which came out in 1995. So I'm sure those are some interesting pieces of work. There was at least one of these movies coming out per year in Italy in the 70s, sometimes three or four per year. The most recent one I'm seeing on this list is Benedita by Paul Verhoeven, who did Robocop and Starship Troopers. That movie came out in 2021. I don't really know if you'd count the Conjuring Nun movies in this category. Seems like they're more about the spooky ghosts than anything else. As I was writing this, I did notice that there's a movie called Immaculate coming out this year, which from what I can tell would definitely fall into this category. So the nunsploitation is alive and well. It's been going strong for at least 60 years. 
All right, let's find out what we're watching next week. What did you think about uh, the true story of the nun of Monza, Hugh? Needed more horse cock. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So what's the movie? The Handmaiden. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's the Park Chan-wook movie. Park Chan-wook is probably most known for his movie Old Boy. I'm really looking forward to checking this one out. I've heard a lot of good things about it. All right, that's going to do it for me tonight. Please share the show with your friends. Rate and review. Follow me on Instagram. Thanks for listening to Midnight Movie Theater. Until next time.